Welcome to TomYoung.net Podcasts. This is a recording of Scott O'Shea driving his 430 Scuderia down from Palomar Mountain in Southern California. I had a chance to talk with Scott about his impressions with Ferrari and the cars he's driven. There is some wind noise as the car reached speeds of over 100 miles an hour, but I hope you feel the experience that I had that day. Alright, so here we go. This is Tom Young.net. Having a talk with Scott O'Shea and his... 430 Scuderia. Yes. And, uh, 2009. Just picked it up in January 1st. Uh-huh. And so I've had it now for seven months. And it's an amazing car. I had a regular 430 prior to this that I owned for a little over four years. And drove the heck out of it. Put about 25,000 miles on it. This one I already have 4,000 miles. <laughs> That's great. And uh, so, yeah, I drive my Ferraris. Yeah, so what we were doing is uh, we, we took a drive up to Palomar uh, Mountain and coming back down, and we've been swapping cars, and I I finally got a chance to ride this car by the end of the day. So Scott's been just giving everybody a basically making dreams uh, come true by getting people rides and, and ride around in it. Well, I, I love that. I'm so Ferrari-centric that I love to... I love for the brand to represent. That's for me, right. that's really important. Yeah. Like, I don't like, I like when my car is parked somewhere and I don't do it for myself, like some kind of ego. I do it because I love the fact that the car is there and it's representing for Ferrari. People can come and see something that they've probably only seen pictures before. And I sure. just. And if you guys don't know Scott, I mean, Scott uh, owns that, that 250 GTE that, that won at Cavallino in, in, uh, in 2010. So. So he's not just a 430 new Ferrari guy who's buying these things because you know it's like he's got the old cars too, and he's he's also you know restoring another one, and and uh, you know so it's it's he's really immersed in the last few years into into all things Ferrari. Yeah, so. all things Ferrari. So tons of fun. Unfortunately, yeah. we're not getting a chance to hear this car in, in uh, stop and go traffic, and hopefully we'll get a chance to uh, to blow out of here. Yeah, uh, that's his little. Uh, Radar detector beeping off. I think that's probably a shopping mall door. Yep. Although we did get the cop at the beginning of town when we came around the corner, yeah. which yeah. was nice. So his car is black, black, um, with the Scuderia stripe. Yes. And important. what's and so, but the the thing is, it has a yellow headlight covers. What's the story with that? Well, when I was putting the clear bra on, I've always put yellow on my cars for some reason. On my uh, yellow 430, I had yellow clear bra on the lights and. On this car, because it has yellow accents, I kind of like the yellow yeah, yeah. clear bra on the lights. Yeah, because the, the the dash is uh, yellow stitching, yeah. uh, black suede yellow stitching, so it's kind of cool. Yeah, so I, I kind of, I always personalize my cars a little sure. bit. It's the car designer in me. Yeah. And unfortunately, I've never had a chance to spec a car from Ferrari because I've never been on the list. So I'm finally <laughs> on the list for the 458. And Oh, cool. That's what keeps me up at night is exactly <laughs> what color yeah, wear and yeah, what material right. wear and what's going to be carbon right. fiber. And that's right. So I can't sleep at night so thinking about it. all your tastes on the line. Yes. <laughs> People are going to be looking at me going, what did you do? What were you thinking? Yeah. Green? Are you crazy? So it'll be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So a year and a half from now. Yeah. Although I'm now addicted to the lightweight cars, but everybody tells me the 458 is amazing. Yeah. So I figure... Well, you know, it, with the with the success of the Scuderia, I mean, you, the 458, you know, sure, at some point they will make something even lighter than that. I mean, yeah, they have the lightweight 458 coming out in 2013. Yeah. So that would be, which means I wouldn't get it until probably 2014. So right. it's right. three and a half years away. So yeah. I figured it made sense to do the 458. Sure. Well, that's kind of the same way that you did this car. Yep. You know, you had the 430 and... and uh, 
This is more so, or less so, depending how you look at it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had the 430 for four and a half years and felt it was time for a change, so I went to go look at a 599 and I drove it. And, whoops, radar going crazy in there. Yes, yeah. And, uh, and I didn't like it. I'm a mid-engine kind of guy. Right. Dove too heavy under braking. It's just a different, different sensation. Right, so so that that's an interesting thing uh, on the on the GT cars, the large the V12 cars. Is that your feeling? Like you kind of like the smaller uh, mid-engine light V8 cars as opposed to the to larger Grand Touring V? Is that what your, your yeah. impressions were? Yeah, it is. I you know ever since I had my first 360, there was such an sense of occasion when I'd be getting in my car. I, I knew that morning when I was taking a shower and getting dressed that I was be, I was going to be driving the 360 today or the 430 today or the scooter today and you just get giddy going down to take it out of the garage and it's just something it's that unobtainable thing that you're not quite sure it is that is all about a Ferrari right and as beautiful as the 599 is to look at it and as amazing as the engineering is in it it doesn't give you that sensation when you drive it it's been right. It, it, you're too desensitized. Right. And I had watched all the reviews, like on Fifth Gear and Top Gear, and every review I could possibly watch, I watched before I went to go drive the four five uh, the five nine nine. And it was funny because I got in there and I drove it. I took it up in the hills, and I felt the exact same way. Right. It was a beautifully engineered car. It was an absolutely stunning manufacturing, but it's just not a Ferrari. Right. Or not in the idea, the ideal that you had, which is the, the really, you know, electric, electrifying, you know, responsive little point and squirt kind of car. That's right. You know, but even, but we, even in the front engine car, like when I would drive my 365, uh -huh. it had that Ferrari feeling. Like it would transcend. I would go from my 365 to my 360, and like uh -huh. you could feel that same road sense in those cars. Uh -huh. And something about the, the the 599, they just dialed that out to really. Because what really was interesting was that, you know, earlier we recorded the drive with Zach and his 550, and it, you definitely feel it's a bigger car. You definitely feel that you have to kind of chuck it in there, and you got to hang in there, and it has a lot less, like, on top, you're sitting on top of the car. You were sitting in this thing, and you're just trying to trying to hold it, and it does very much feel like that early Daytona idea of, like, it's, yes. a, it's a big handful of a car, and you got to muscle your, you got to put your shoulder into it to get it to do what you want it to do, because it's not going to... It's not going to let you drive it fast unless you really... Yeah, unless you, unless you master it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm telling you, I about a week after test driving that 599, I took Zach's car out. And I will tell you, I enjoy driving his car.
Thanks for uh, for recording this with me. My pleasure.